0: your steve jones show podcast will start shortly the steve jones show podcast is sponsored by brewers outlet your beverage supermarket on reagan street in sunbury
1: chris mack now joins us from pittsburgh my friend happy new year so great to hear you on the other end
0: uh same to you steve uh sounds like it was pretty good trip out to sunny southern california
1: it went obviously as well as you could ask it to go they played yeah. terrific football it really was uh I have to ask you now, DeMar Hamlin was really recruited hard by Penn State. Mm-hmm. Loved him as a player. They loved his character as a person. And it sounded like he came down to Penn State, Ohio State, and Pitt, and he chose as Central Catholic. Well, he decided to stay home and play for Pitt. In covering him, Chris, and around the area, uh, we've heard nothing but good things about him, and it sounds like it's uh, it carried through college as well
0: yeah i mean you know ultimately it's hard to blame a kid for wanting to stay you know oh no, close to home right for the reasons agreed. that he did yeah yeah so i mean it's uh look you know there had to be something really important driving his decision when he decided to stay at home at Pitt rather than go to penn state or ohio state uh when you're being recruited by terry smith <laughs> you know it's, right. it's Hey, Terry doesn't miss all that off when he takes the swings at the big recruits especially somebody who he's going to bring in and you can only imagine what he would have been like in the Nittany Lyons secondary but uh, ultimately it's it's worked out for DeMar you know um, and he is by all accounts just a, a, a wonderful guy who I think as every little bit of good news continues to trickle out you know you, you don't see anybody who's who's not happy to hear about it and I think you know fundamentally I think it'll lead uh, a lot of people at least I hope so anyway maybe this is too naive and too altruistic of me um, but you know I, I hope that it'll lead a lot of us to both just take a step back and think about how we react to players and and, and you know when a player makes a mistake uh, a DB drops a potential interception a wide receiver maybe drops a crucial third down and O lineman misses a block Um, what i think the reaction should be and look we're all fans we we all react viscerally to that right like ah oh, man what are you doing it's your job but then also i think what we all got a big dose of monday night um was the humanity of these guys um you see yeah. josh allen standing on the field in tears trying to keep his composure you see the rest of his mm-hmm. teammates bengals players everybody in that building brought to a standstill um, and the NFL, which is really a money-making behemoth, uh, brought to its knees because the humanity of one guy was considered. Uh, kudos to Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor for for driving that decision. Um, no but I think I think we all learned a little bit of perspective Monday night and in the ensuing four days. And I think you hate to see this happen to anybody, but if Demar ends up being okay at the end of the day um, is okay as someone who has undergone a cardiac arrest can be. That recovery is not going to be easy, I imagine. I uh, think uh, I think we all learned a really valuable lesson because of it.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, and it did show the humanity of the players, and I thought that Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor, as coaches, could not have, as you said, handled it any better. Yeah. Any better, without question. Um. So the Steelers are going to have the Browns, and they've got a shot.
0: Why? Oh, I, I you know, I think I think it's a pretty good shot, actually. I mean, this is I what's do crazy too. about. I
1: agree switch. with that. I think they have a really good shot.
0: I, you know, I don't know, I don't know which of these three games that they need to fall their way. You look at and and, and don't see a viable path to get there. You know, the Patriots are going up against a Bills team that. I imagine is going to be flying so high on adrenaline and emotion. The only thing you wonder is maybe if it wears off throughout the course of the game. Um, The jets are going to be going with Joe Flacco rather than Zach Wilson. I think that's a plus for Steelers fans. Um, And the dolphins will be with Skylar Thompson, uh, another plus for Steelers fans. And it it sounds like things are a mess up in Cleveland right now. You've got your Davion Clowney and miles Garrett sniping at each other in the media. Uh, you've got the fans out for Kevin Stefanski. Uh, it, it's, it, it, it sets up perfectly for the Steelers. Now, where does it send them if they should somehow end up in the playoffs? I don't know. I think it's a lot like last year. and I don't know how many fans really necessarily care, although if they could somehow uh, end up in a, in a wild-card game against the Bengals, it would do them better than a game against the Bills or the Chiefs. Um, sure. But I think if they were to somehow end up in the playoffs, uh, for a lot of fans, it would be looked at in a year of a rookie quarterback who didn't even start the season as the starting quarterback, in a year where T.J. Watt spent as much time on the injured list as he did, uh, in a year where they've averaged 17 points a game in, on offense, it would be looked at as a huge success for a lot of people.
1: Well, no question. Um, they have played better down the stretch. You know, they, I mean, they don't clear 20. We know that. I mean, Yeah. I mean, 20 to them is like 40 to the uh, to the
0: Chiefs. Uh,
1: but their defense has obviously played really well. What do you like about their defense?
0: Well, they have cleaned up a lot in the second half of the season. I think the question to be had there is, um, is it because of the co- level of competition or is it because they've really figured some things out? I don't want to take anything away from this defense because at times it can be very good. Especially when both Highsmith and Water going, pressuring the quarterback, Cam Hayward's clogging up the middle, um, I, Minka named the team MVP today. We know what he's capable of, ball hawking on the back end. I think the question, I think we'll get a big answer to, to the question of what this defense is and how much they need to bolster it going into the off season on Sunday afternoon. You know, if, if they come out and it sounds like Devin Bush is going to play at least a little bit more than he did in the Ravens game, Uh, if they come out and they're able to slow down the Browns' rushing attack with Devin Bush in there, um, then perhaps, whether Devin Bush is back next year or not, you feel okay about this defense, right? And you feel like, hey, they made up for going up to Cleveland on that Thursday night in Week 3 and just getting absolutely run out of the building at times. Um, They're capable of it. We've seen them shut down jonathan taylor we've seen them shut down the ravens now in a in a you know a rematch um and on the road as well we've seen them be able to shut down good rushing offenses on the other hand we saw atlanta run against them in the second half of that game there have been pockets you know where early in the year you saw the jets run on them and the patriots just closed them out so mm-hmm. i i think this weekend will go to answer will serve to answer a lot of questions about uh, this defense, and you know even into the off season, uh, they have to prepare themselves for you know obviously offensive line is an important part of what they need to to make over in the off season, but. Everything else seems to feel like it's on the defensive side of the ball, whether they're yeah. successful or not. Um, but I think it can help point them in directions, right? You know, the, the, how, how necessary is it to take an off ball linebacker in, on the second day of the draft? How necessary is it to get uh, a run clogging interior defender to, to sort of Take carry the torch from Cam Hayward as he, you would presume, only has a few more years left. Those are some of the things they have to keep an eye out for, and they still need a shutdown corner. Their corners have played eh, eh, better at times in the second half, but again, that level of competition question comes up.
1: Yeah, uh, it does. What's I found interesting I thought Deshaun Watson because of the layoff and the lack of really doing much of anything for a long time would be rusty. He's even rustier than I thought he was going to be. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he started to find something with Amari Cooper in the second half last week. Um, Again, question of level of competition is obvious. Um, But I, I do, you know, and that's part of the thing, as we discussed it on our show this morning, part of the thing we do worry about a little bit is, you know, if Deshaun Watson starts to build any kind of rhythm, he is still talented. Um, And so if he's he's able to build a rhythm in the middle of the field with Amari Cooper, if he's able to build a rhythm with David Njoku, uh, who's Mm -hmm. been inconsistent this year, but when he's been good, he's been really good, against, again, an interior defense inside linebackers, especially who have been porous in coverage at times, um, that's one way I would think the Browns look to attack the Steelers. Now, the key is, They've got to be able to run to set that up. I don't think they can ask Deshaun Watson to stand back there and throw it 48 times and have it work out for them. But they've shown they can run on the Steelers. So I think the 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 whole the the whole key to Sunday's game, in particular between the Steelers and Browns, is who is able to establish their identity on offense first. And we've seen Stefanski at times get away from leaning on the run game mm-hmm. for whatever reason early in games, um, try to get too cute. The Steelers have found their identity over the last month, month and a half, and it is lean on Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, utilize Pat Fryermuth to kind of loosen things up in the middle when they can, and take some deep shots uh, and and try to get some balls on well-timed routes to Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. It all starts with the run game, though. If they can do that, if they can get what they got last week from the run game, then I I suspect the Browns may not even come back out for the second half. They look like they're shambles right now.
1: How good is Kenny Pickett right now?
0: Are we talking about the first three and a half quarters of the game, or are we talking about the the last five minutes of the fourth quarter? Um,
1: That's I mean, but he's a kid, and that's that. That's what's what's going to happen to him,
0: right? And I think you know. I think it's a whole lot better than I thought it would be even at this point in the season. So, you know, the stuff in the first three and a half quarters of the game, um, his progressions, the the stuff that it's going to take time to learn, I really think, obviously, that's going to take time for him to find some chemistry with, I don't think it'll be a new offensive coordinator this offseason, as much as some of us would call for that but for him to just learn the NFL game and catch up to the speed of the NFL game. But you're encouraged by the fact that when it comes down to crunch time, he is standing in there and delivering, and even more importantly, to be literal about that term, he is getting on the move and delivering. Those off-platform throws, making things happen on the move, the two-point conversion against Indy to Pickens, you know, the throw to Pickens for the game winner on Christmas Eve, the throw to Najee Harris, which was on the move and off platform down in Baltimore on Sunday, all of those things and the drives that led to them encourage Steeler fans that, hey, you know, we we have our questions about the the ceiling on his actual level of talent, but if nothing else, um, I, I've heard this term used—he's like a mini Eli Manning, right? He may not have the greatest skills package in the world. But he's going out and winning the games that he's asked to win, right? He's got that clutch gene, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And if nothing else, that's something that can't be learned or taught. That's something you either have or you don't. And I think the other stuff, reading, you know, when a safety is going to roll back over the top to make it a cover three instead of looking like a Tampa two, whatever it may be. You know, I'm just using that as an example. Those things, that'll come with time and reps.
1: Always a pleasure, my friend. Appreciate it. Happy New Year to
0: you. Uh, Thank you so much, Steve. Always love catching up with you. Happy New Year to you as well.